Welcome back to another episode of the Art of NBC podcast. Today's episode, I want to talk about the correlation between the four agreements, which is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. And um, the correlation between the four agreements and NVC, nonviolent communication. So the first so the first rule I want to focus on is be impeccable with your word. Now this, as far as this four agreements go, it's just I love it. I love all the agreements. I find them all very powerful, and they all have a, almost a perfect correlation with NVC. So be impeccable with your word. To me, that means be authentic. Just be authentic with your word. How how you feel? Being authentic means, um, honestly, ex- to me, it means honestly expressing how you feel inside your body to the outer world. There's, there should be no difference between how you say you feel and how you actually feel. And that's just being authentic. And that's how you want to be with nonviolent communication. Because when you express your truth authentically, it resonates. In my opinion, people will feel it. It builds connection. And when you do things inauthentically, we feel that as well. And it builds disconnection mistrust. And so NVC is about finding solutions and and building connection with people. So the more authentic you are, even when it's painful or uncomfortable or challenging in the short term, even though it, it may be like that in the short term, in the long term, it's going to build deeper friendships and it's going to solve problems permanently. So being impeccable with your word also I would say means no ju- no judgments. We don't need to judge people. Or we don't need to express our judgments. And it's just generally not helpful to finding solutions. And the more you do NVC, the more you realize they're just completely unhelpful. If you take out all your judgments, it's life life is better. So that also means no opinions stated as facts. Now, judgments and opinions are kind of the same thing, but it's not like opinions are evil. It's okay to have an opinion. I think the problem is, though, when you state your opinion as a fact, people get frustrated and irritated because it's not a fact. It's like a, it, it's just a form of trickery, dishonesty. So your opinion is your opinion. That's fine if you're going to have an opinion. Okay. But just don't pretend like your opinion is something other than an opinion. So, for instance, you can have an opinion about someone's art. Someone says, hey, what did you think of um, that song? And if you say, that song is terrible, you're stating your opinion as a fact. Then it's, But if you say, I think it was terrible or I didn't like it, that's your opinion as an opinion. It's subtle, but it's, it's helpful. And I would call that being impeccable with your word. It's just like sharpening up those little details and just being honest and impeccable. Also, I would say being impeccable with your word includes not offering unsolicited advice or opinions. If someone asks you for your opinion or your advice or help, by all means, give it. But when you offer it unsolicited, it oftentimes is not received well and doesn't help, and it's not going to be really heard. 
and is likely to trigger other people around you. So I would recommend not doing that unless asked, and I would include that in being impeccable with your word. Also, no lies. We don't need to lie. You know, I mean, you can lie for survival if you have to. Other than that, I don't see a benefit to lying. Truth comes out eventually, and you might as well just deal with it now. Um, also, no sugarcoating. If you feel really intensely angry and you want to bring up something to somebody and you say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a little irritated, but inside you are like f- furious, that's not, that's not going to go over as well as if you're just honest and saying, I am really furious right now. And I would include that in being impeccable with your word. Just be as honest as possible with how you feel and no sugarcoating, just but no blame or anything. That's another form of being impeccable is just own how you feel and don't word things like you're blaming somebody else. Again, you know, the the second step of NVC is expressing how you feel. So if you say, you know, I feel angry, that's fine. But if you say it makes me angry or that makes me angry or you're making me angry, now you're blaming them for how you feel. They're bad and wrong. You're a victim. And they're likely to get triggered. So it's that subtle thing. Just when you state your feeling, own it, be accountable. And that's being impeccable with your word. Using NVC is basically, it's just like completely synonymous with being impeccable with your word. Just be honest, be authentic, be accountable. um, And use as little verbal trickery as possible. Because... There's a lot of trickery in words. You know, every word has multiple definitions. So be as precise as possible too and accurate. So another rule of the four agreements is to take nothing personal. And that's huge because as soon as you take something personal, you're likely to get triggered, want to defend, want to attack. And that's not likely to lead to solutions or connection. And it's almost impossible to you know, do emergency empathy, which is guess how someone feels and why, if you're feeling triggered. Because, I mean, when I get triggered in the moment, like I teach this, the reason, one of the reasons why I do this podcast and I teach it is because I love the skill and I want to get better and better at it. Because it takes, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world, at least to me. Um, and when I get triggered, I completely forget about NVC and I just, you know, I'll get all annoyed and frustrated and I'll just lash out in my tone or my words. And usually that's because I took something personal. So if you can really get to a place where you don't take it personal. So if someone says something to you, they insult you, they throw out an opinion or they try to put you in a box or whatever they do. And if you take it and, and if you can just manage to not take it personal, then you're in, a, you're in a frame of mind where you can offer an opportunity for growth and connection because you'll be able to bring awareness to what has occurred and you can point it out to them. And then if they, get, if they take a personal that you're even bringing something up, you go into emergency empathy, guess how they feel and why until they feel more calm. And then you can hone down on the, on the issue, you know, bring light to it, talk about it. And hopefully find a solution and never have to deal with that again. But it all takes not taking things personal. And 
it's probably, at least for me, one of the hardest things. Because as soon as someone calls me a name or, I mean, someone I don't know calls me a name, I don't care. But if it's like um, someone I'm very close with, family member, girlfriend, uh, it can be very challenging not to take it personal. So huge. Take nothing personal. Anytime something bad happens, try as much as you can to step outside yourself. And do empathy, you know, empathy over taking things personal. And another rule of the four agreements is make no assumptions. Now, this is huge because whenever you're making assumptions, I would say a lot of fights and arguments are from misunderstandings. And a beautiful thing about NVC is it it really can help you rapidly uh, bring clarity and Take away. So whenever you assume something, you know, someone didn't show up and you're angry because you thought they were doing it to hurt your feelings or because they don't care. And little did you know that they, you know, had a family sickness or something. So instead of making an assumption, you ask for clarity. And that's one of the roles of NVC is to bring clarity to situations. And also when you're doing emergency empathy and you guess how someone feels and why, if you assume you know, if you say, okay, you're angry because I'm late or whatever it is, that's not as powerful and effective as as asking. So instead of assuming, ask. And instead of assuming, ask, ask for clarity, basically. That's, that's the key. Assumptions are just going to lead to, like, what's an assumption? Assumption is making a conclusion without... Um, sufficient evidence. So if you're not making an assumption, then it means you're going to dig deeper until you have evidence before you make a conclusion. And that's what NVC is beautiful for. A lot of arguments can be solved just by bringing clarity and awareness. And that's, that's what NVC is great for. And one of the last rules of the four agreements is always do your best. And I think it's important just to, to realize all you can do is your best. So just do your best at NVC. You, you'll probably make mistakes. If that's okay. Just do your best. And when you're, and also I recommend doing NVC in your mind, um, in your thoughts. Don't allow yourself to speak violently in your thoughts. Don't allow yourself to speak violently about people even when they're not around. And I would include that with doing your best. Always do your best. So if you're always doing your best at using NVC, then in the heat of the moment, it's, it's more likely that you're going to stick to the principles of NVC. Because if you're speaking violent in your head and you're speaking violent about a person when they're not around, when you speak to that person, you have momentum of speaking violent. And it's probably going to come out. And the opposite will be true. If you're always speaking unviolent about them and thinking in the heat of the moment, you're more likely to speak to them nonviolently. And that's great. And remember, NVC is not about sugarcoating. It's not about being nice. Although I think it is nice, but it's not about, you know, being inauthentically nice. It's just about connection and getting results and finding solutions to challenges that are likely to occur because we're human beings and there's a lot going on. It's very complicated being a human. It's very complicated interacting with humans. So, yeah, those are, those are some, some correlations to the four agreements. 
And a listener asked me the other day about um, how I use NVC. And I did use NVC the other day. I kind of used a shorthand NVC. I was talking to a uh, client of mine. I also work in film. And we had been rearranging. We had um, scheduled a shoot, but times had changed. It rained. Shoot got rained out, and we were trying to reschedule things. And I told them, um, okay, there's a, there's a two-hour window when I can come, but I have a dentist appointment. I'm not sure when that will end, but I can come soon after. And then I was talking to them the next day, and they were like, okay, I have you scheduled in to come at 1.30 to 3.30. And I was like, okay, I'll get there as soon as I can. It may be 1.45. And they were like, they, their tone changed. I, uh, um, I would say that they got irritated. And they started to speak to me with an irritated tone and saying, um, well, I don't care about your next appointment. I need you for three hours. So you're going to have to be there at 1.30. And if you're late, you're going to stay late. I instantly got irritated because I don't like being talked to in that way. And so this is the good thing about using NVC for a long time and practicing NVC. It's the more you do it, the better you get at it. And you don't always have to follow all the steps, um, especially in the heat of the moment. And so all I did was say, I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. And I would say that's NVC because I did not say they were wrong. I did not imply they were bad. Um, I didn't judge them. My tone was fine. I didn't accuse them of anything. And I was honest. And I just said, I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. So I brought awareness to how they were speaking. They instantly realized, oh yeah, I am speaking like kind of irritated and angry with you. And that was all I needed to say. And and they immediately changed how they were talking and we just went right about our conversation. So that was cool because in the past I could have gotten irritated, said something nasty or said, hey, don't talk to me like that. That's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we got an argument and it's a power struggle and it's just, ah, that's so unpleasant and unnecessary. But, but just, just by bringing up I don't like how you're talking to me right now. So if I had tried to go into, in that moment, it was like a quick phone call. It was a business phone call. And if I had tried to go into all the four steps, I, I, it, I it probably would have been kind of clunky. It's like, hey, you're speaking to me right now and I'm feeling irritated because I don't like being talked to that way. Would you be willing to change your tone? Okay, I could say all that. But in a real life situation, that one sentence actually said all that. You know, it implied I don't like it. I would like you to change. Um... I'm bringing, I don't like it also kind of implies that I'm feeling kind of irritated or unpleasant about, you know, I'm feeling something other than joy about the way you're speaking to me right now. Um, the only other thing I, I could have done that would have worked in that situation, I think just as well is gone right into emergency empathy. And it could have been something like, are you feeling stressed because you're not sure if we're gonna have enough time to do the shoot? And that also, I believe would have calmed down the conversation. And they would have felt heard and understood and, and maybe brought more awareness to the level of intensity they were speaking to me with. And that's fine, you know. But so don't be afraid. I mean, I do, especially in the beginning, I do recommend doing all the steps. And also, and in, in sometimes when I'm feeling really stressed and I don't know what to say, but I don't want to do speak violently, I'll just express how I feel. All right, I'm feeling a little irritated. And as long as I'm not implying they're responsible, 
that a lot of times will calm down the situation. Things will just slow down a beat and we can like gather our breath and try again. So that's uh, one instance. I hope everybody's doing great. Staying positive, staying focused, being productive, staying healthy. Um, if you uh, have not, and uh, if you like what you're hearing, you can dive deeper by uh, purchasing, purchasing my book on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication. You can follow me on Instagram, message me on there, Art of NVC. I have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, Art of NVC. And if anyone would like any of my services that I'm now offering, one-on-one consultations, which I'm running a special on, $75 an hour, regularly $150, we can do a Zoom call or a phone call. Um, it's like about an hour to hour and a half, whatever feels appropriate. And also, I have a messaging service, uh, which if you need a message that you want to be uh nvcified i offer that for twenty dollars either a text or an email i'll just kind of read it and help you take out all the violent language and rephrase things to find solutions and build connection and draw boundaries so if you're interested in any of those you can hit me up at art of nvc at gmail.com or you can message me through facebook or instagram and we can work it out And thank you guys for all the requests on different topics you'd like to hear about. Please keep those coming. Uh, 